Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Main topic for our conversation today. For this reason, this oligarchic, the world oligarchic system, they have the power on Europe because they control all the people like Bundeskanzler or president or prime minister or whatever there are. So, so for this reason, sorry to interrupt you, the, the situation with Donald, Donald Trump was a big shock. They didn't expect that to happen. That was an accident, I suppose. Absolutely an accident. From Not the, part of their game was plan. was the first time of the oligarch system was what happened an accident. Mm -hmm. Because normally it have to be Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Not Donald Trump. Yeah. And the process which we are dealing now uh, with this pandemic and all these uh, liars was supposed to be in 2016. They in were pushed into, into exactly, early in start. a sense to be in 2020 to be a, a disaster regarding food and water. Ah, I see. Which normally they want to arrive in 2025 now. I see. So the plan was a little bit changing for this reason. Uh, of course, they don't. They will not succeed. This is clear. I mean, the the system is almost down. Mm -hmm. It's uh, but uh, of course there are the last moments, and we have to be to have the courage now, all of us, to say no. In a sense that UN could be a fantastic can can have the fantastic role, but is not because it's totally under control of the oligarchs. Mm -hmm. The problem is that these oligarchs, all of them, are related with the um, system of the pedophilia one. Because we know that there are more than 8 million children per year which they disappear. 8 million does mean the entire population of Austria. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, eight thirty p.m. on Monday to Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, eight p.m. on Tuesdays. Subject to change. And who was that gentleman? That was Kalin Jorsku. And if you don't know him, he's a former Hungarian uh, politician. He's the former president of the Club of Rome uh, for Europe. And that is no joke who that guy is. That guy is 100% legitimate. He is, uh, been, he's sat at the tables. He's heard their conversations. And what did, you know, Vince, what did he just lay out? I mean, if you've been listening to this show for any matter of time. Dude, it's the whole <laughs> gripping narrative we've all been following. Th th that it is. He, he talked about. What the 16 year plan, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, how after Hillary Clinton comes in, there is going to be, well, he didn't say it, but he said there would be famine and shortages, right? Food crisis, environmental crisis, war. We knew that that was going to be perpetuated by a war with Russia. Okay. So yes. we would have war, then food, famine, disease, pandemic. Now he's saying that they pushed a lot of the food and the famine off till 2025 because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump came in and disrupted the whole system. Huh? I going to swear I've heard this narrative before. Donald Trump comes in, disrupts the whole system, the whole narrative, gives us four years and begins unraveling 
their plan, right? Yeah. So unraveling their plan and pushing them back to the point where they are forced to act. Once they start acting, by this time we've established the alternative media. And what did he? What did Colleen say there? Their system what? is almost gone. Huh. Incredibly interesting that he's saying that they have they have been massively affected by what has happened that they don't have the power and authority anymore over the people to move forth with what they were trying to do essentially their plan has failed for globalism yes it will fail love it to hear that fail. i love to hear that me too me too let's watch another video here this is chuck grasley on the house floor today and uh let's check this out and i mean this is this is where it begins guys you got to understand that everything that's happening right now is happening for a reason the reason trump's indictment is coming because that is the distraction of what else is going on let's listen to this so now let me assist for the purposes of more transparency on this subject the 1023 produced to the house committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burjma employing Hunter Biden. All right. So what we're hearing, hearing here, this is not new, people. Go back to 2018, 2019. Poroshenko and Joe Biden's conversations that leaked onto the Internet. Shokin, the prosecutor who was shut down by Joe Biden with the quid pro quo. So who is this foreign national? I'm thinking it's Poroshenko. <laughs> My guess is going to be that it's Poroshenko, maybe somebody else. Um, if it is Poroshenko, that this could be massive in the sense of the legitimacy of uh, of the claims. So Grasley reveals that foreign nationals uh, who bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly have 17 audio recordings of these conversations with the Bidens, 15 with Hunter and two with Joe. He says that they were kept by a foreign national as an insurance policy. Now, what does that mean? And by the way, this is the 1023 that the FBI has. Now, the FBI has sealed the names of these people. I'm I'm almost, I, I don't want to be saying I'm almost positive, but if you remember circa 2018, 2019, you had the audio recordings released on the internet by um, the former prosecutor, by the former prosecutor in Ukraine of Joe Biden's phone calls. Okay. And that was with Poroshenko. So this is not new, not, this is not new news, but it is new news because we have a Republican Congress that can actually do something about it. So this is what is interesting coming up. Am I delaying? Am I lagging? Slightly, but your audio is crystal clear. Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, oh. 
I got full bars too. So a few things happened today. Okay. Number one is I'm going to go to, uh, I'll, I'll go to my profile on true social and I'll pull this up. And yep, we're going to go here. Donald Trump posted. Now that the seal is broken, in addition to closing the border and removing all the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent and even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine, I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden, the entire Biden crime family, and all others involved with the destruction of our elections, borders, and the country itself. What does he say here? Now that the seal is broken. The seal is broken? Wait a minute. You know, I have to go back to an October 2020 conversation between you, me, and Jason, where Jay goes, Donald Trump's going to be the first arrest. And that brings us to this one. Oh, is that the seal that's been broken? 3717. The first indictment, unseal. Oh, my gosh. Will trigger mass population awakening. Hmm. The first arrest will verify action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready, marker nine. So right there. The first seal has been broken. What is he talking about? The first indictment. The first unseal. <laughs> Gotta love it. But that's that's not all that came in today. It gets better. <laughs> it gets a lot better. Oh, man. Then, as if they coordinated this in some way, shape, or fashion, Michael Flynn comes in here, retweets the storm has arrived. Wow. I believe this is Joe M., Retweets, the storm has arrived and says, yes, the storm has arrived. Coming wow. from General Michael Flynn. Love it. I just saw that recently. Holy smoke. That's big, guys. Now it's between competing clouds of those who are woke in the U.S. government, the media, the corporate world, all losing, by the way, and those who think they are taking real Donald Trump down through this fake false indictment and additional prosecution, the White House. They are making him even more appealing. The rhino establishment wants us all to move past Trump and get on with their lame attempts to govern the nation. That hasn't worked for well over a half a century. The UD party has yielded to the takeover of the communist left globalists. We the people need to rise to the occasion and start to participate in every action and election going on in our communities. The storm has arrived. I mean, you get two big booms today. On that accord, in my opinion. But oh yeah, it gets better. But wait, there's more. What else? Wait, but wait, there's more. So Donald Trump was interviewed today. Let's listen to this interview by Donald Trump and listen to what he says specifically. Now, if we go, let me let me lay some ground here. Go back to November 2020, December 2020 on this show when we were talking about what's going to happen. Trump's going to get a media conglomerate. The media is going to be taken back. We're going to be in control of the information, information domain. Once that happens, you hit a critical threshold. Then you're going to see the drip, drip, drip flood. Then you're going to start to see the information start pouring out everywhere. Okay? Mm. Yeah, we yeah. said this years ago, three years ago. Okay. Now. First, things had to happen first. What we didn't realize is that the first unseal, the first indictment, the first arrest had to occur. That will set the path of where to go forth, right? Yeah. So now that, listen to Donald Trump's words here specifically. This okay. is so important. 
I want to read you something you wrote today on Truth Social. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the, in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family, and then on from there. But I mean, w- would you really appoint someone, or do, I mean, do, where does this where does oh, no, this all end? Well, they've opened up the box. Look, Bill Barr is a weak uh, coward, <laughs> and he didn't want to do anything on this, and yet. In many ways, a lot of people sort of, including me, I said, you know, I get it, because uh, you don't want to go after uh, sitting presidents and vice presidents and all of the things. So I, I sort of got it. Not necessarily a believer, but now they've opened up the Pandora's box. And now we're in a position where we can say, and look at the corruption in the Biden family, the millions and millions of dollars pouring in from China and other places. It's a disgrace. From Burisma. Uh, you take a look at the money coming in from Ukraine. So much money, and nobody does anything about that. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to it, and now we can do it now because now the box has been opened. It's the Pandora's box, and it's been opened and it's been wide open. So I'm allowed to do that. People will say, "Now we get it." <laughs> I want to read. I'm allowed to do it now. I'm allowed to. The Pandora's box has been opened. They started it. They shot the first bullet. They did the first arrest. Guess yeah. what? Gloves are off. Pandora's box is open. Remember I told you Donald Trump has an insurance policy. I'm sure. This is what they were looking for at Mar-a-Lago. They didn't find it. The only thing that they could find at Mar-a-Lago. So firstly, let's back up here and discuss Mar-a-Lago for a minute. Okay. Please. The raid. So 37 counts on a, um, the, the, the indictment, right? The federal indictment against President Donald Trump was released Friday afternoon. It shows 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information, willful retention of national defense information, maximum 10 years in prison, $250,000 fine, counts um, 32 conspiracy to obstruct justice, uh, max 20 years, $250,000 fine, 33 withholding a document or record, uh, corruptly concealing a document or record, concealing a document in a federal investigation, um, scheme to conceal false statements and representations, Trump aide Waltine Nanuta is charged along with Trump in counts 32, 33, 43, 35, and 36. Trump is charged alone in count 37, while Nanuta is charged alone in count 38, false statements and misrep- misrepresentations. Okay, the indictment accuses Trump of showing classified military documents, a proposed plan, and a map on two respective occasions to unauthorized persons. Much of the indictment details the movement of boxes at Mar-a-Lago. The alleged details of the classified docs, the classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries, the United States nuclear programs, potentials, uh, potential vi- vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. The unauthorized disclosure of these classified documents would put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations and the safety of the United States of America, military and human sources and continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. The Mar-a-Lago Club was an active social club, which between January 2021 and August 2022 hosted events of tens of thousands of members of the guests. After Trump's presidency, Mar-a-Lago Club was not an authorized location for the storage, possession, review, display, or discussion of classified documents. Nevertheless, Trump stored these boxes containing classified documents in various locations, including a ballroom, a bathroom, a shower, office spaces, bedroom, and a storage area. Okay. (laughs) Then the indictment includes the photographs. Right. Now, what's interesting about this is that a Supreme Court ruling in 2014 under President Bill Clinton, under what's known as the Sox Act, 
remember Bill Clinton had classified documents in his socks drawer. And the Supreme Court ruled that because the president has the ability to declassify anything and take these documents with them and they're his documents, he can store them in any way, shape or fashion that he wishes. So there's also there's already legal precedent for the majority of the charges that it's brought upon him. Now, the two interesting ones, OK, mm -hmm. is they've already. So, by the way, and the DOJ, man, I'm just lagging. The DOJ has already came out and said specifically that they're not going after Trump for. Let me, let me close out some windows here. They're not going after Donald Trump specifically for the storage of classified materials. That's most likely going to be dropped off and released. Okay. They're going after him because of the documents that he showed potentially to his lawyers. But they were declassified. Well, were they? The thing is, is we don't know the classification level of these documents according to sources familiar with this these are confidential documents so they can't be declassified so well they're they're confidential they're very low level classification they're not top secret they're not secret okay they're confidential um and some are just no foreign like no no foreign um, adversaries not for distribution outside of the united states that type of thing but it's just confidential um Either way, these are most likely briefs. Now, here's the key factor, and I guarantee Trump's defense is going to go in exactly with this. The discussion and the documents in question, right, were pertinent to legality that Trump was being questioned on. Okay? So Trump is being talking to his lawyer on a legal matter pertaining yeah. to the information in those documents. In one of the audio recordings, he even says, I can't show you these documents. Trump. Yeah. He's saying, look, he's holding the document up going, look, look, but I can't show you these because they're not declassified. And that, that's pretty normal for a president to leave with classified documents, confidential, secret, top secret. They can leave with those documents because they're their documents. Okay. And it's presumed that when, so, and they have to go through NARA. So all those documents are logged and they go through NARA. NARA goes to the log and says, okay, good. Take the boxes. Great to go. So this was a setup from the beginning. His lawyer, I think it was Corican, who came through and basically provided this audio, breached client attorney privilege. He, he's going to be absolutely sued. Um, you have, basically, this was a legal matter. That's why the documents came into question. Now, here's the thing. Let's say that we have a friend who's a military whistleblower. Okay. okay. And he's being persecuted by the government because he came forth as a whistleblower. Right? Yeah. Does he have the right to show his lawyer who's representing him in court the documents that are in question? I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I would assume so based on your nodding, especially. <laughs> yes, he does. Huh. So here's the thing. Yeah. This is, guys, this is absolutely going to be either a, a massive witch hunt, which people are like, well, you know, it's a grand jury, man. The grand jury indicted him. Well, great. Who's the grand jury? No idea. What are their names? No idea. Who are they? I don't know. How were they picked? Well, they're selected by the, by, by the prosecutor. Oh, well, that makes sense. So this isn't basically pertinent to the U.S. Constitution of a jury of your peers, innocent until proven guilty. This is hand-selected juries that come in 
and you can sway them in any way you want, shape, or form. And we know, we know that we have uh, Merrick Garland and Jack Smith use linguistic tricks to indict President Trump on the junk document charges. So Jack Smith, the far-left partisan who Garland appointed as special counsel, has disturbingly lawless career. Smith had one of the uh, one case overturned by the Supreme Court for lying and withholding evidence. Smith was an instrumental player in the IRS conservative targeting scandal before the 2012 election. Uh, the surprising number one reason people are, are so, okay. Um, and like many federal jobs, the more Smith lied and cheated, the further he advanced. And it appeared Jack Smith is up to old tricks. Here we go. Once you understand how, you then understand one of the most overlooked and nonsensical aspects to the insufferable DOJ and FBI case that has been pushed into the media for the last year. The indictment accuses President Trump of withholding documents containing classified markings, a very specifically deployed obtuse wording intended to create the implication of something nefarious where nothing nefarious exists. It is entirely possible for a person, any person, especially a person who follows the news, to possess documents containing classified markings. Okay? And so in the indictment, they say, in fact, after June 3rd, 2022, more than 100 documents with classified mar classification markings remained at the Mar-a-Lago Club until the FBI search on August 8th. There is a big difference between classified document and a document containing classified markings. As one example, anyone who has looked at the Carter Page FISA application made public in July 2018 has reviewed a document containing classified markings. When a document is declassified, they do not remove the markings. You might think this is a one-off use of the documents with classification marking lingo, but it's not. This language is the underpinning of the entire DOJ FBI framework that uh, predicated the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Mar Specifically, neither NARA nor the DOJ NSD requested President Trump or his team to return classified documents. The DOJ demanded the return of any documents that contain classified markings. So this is really interesting in the semantics. Sense semantics right language well, then you also have is the aspect of uh how they they released the audio and they removed words like uh and the which were pertinent to the conversation specifically that it had it, that it was a secret that it had classification not that it was classified so this is interesting this is uh jeff clark hmm. former u.s doj um uh Assistant Attorney General, he said, I'm beginning to read the indictment against Trump, but even three pages in, it's clear that the leaks that preceded the indictment are far too close to what is actually being pleaded by the DOJ to be a coincidence. For example, in paragraph 6A on page three, we hear about the recording of the Bedminster call, which the MSNBC of the world have been beating a dead horse about for quite a while based on such leaks. This means that Trump's lawyers could not possibly be the source of the leaks. Ergo, the leaks are coming from the DOJ. They must be investigated and punished. Also, this is grounds for granting a motion highlighting jury pool poisoning and dismissing the indictment before it, it reaches even though it's one month birthday. All of this is so outrageous, it shocks the conscience. It's fundamentally anti-American. Which, which hunt, Trump witch hunt number what? I've lost count. Let's call it Trump witch hunt count number 99. Indictment available here. Read it for yourself. And so there's that. This is going to be thrown out. So this is my, my idea of what they are doing with all of this. Specifically, is we go back to the first indictments, the criminal indictments with uh, Bra uh, Bragg there. And this was on the 42nd anniversary of the assassination attempt on JFK. 
And then the arraignment was on the 55th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination. That was a warning to Trump. Trump didn't stand down. Now they move forth to the indictment. Through the indictment, they're going to say, Donald Trump, what we're going to ask you is not to run for president. We'll drop all charges. And Trump's going to go, right? He's going to go big. He's going to give you the number one. That's what he's going to do. After this, okay, I think that there's going to be some type of assassination attempt on his life. They don't care if they make a martyr out of him. They don't care. They need him out of the way because he knows too much. He has an insurance policy, which I would call the Trump card. What is the Trump card? So from sources hmm. who we know here at the Red Pill Project, from people that I've talked to um, and confirmed this. So people I talked to this last weekend confirmed what we already knew is that the documents that Trump had at Mar-a-Lago contained uh, JFK assassination information. They contained, um, what else? Uh, they had Hunter, Hillary Clinton email information, and they contained information about UFOs or UAPs or whatever that is. What documents they were specifically, I don't know. But Trump has an insurance policy that they don't want released. If you go back to that just audio of the interview with Trump, he said Pandora's yeah. box has been opened. Yes. Guess what? It's time. Here comes the flood, guys. Here. D class. D class. Come on. Yep. He he's going to start bringing this all out. So Paul Sperry, uh, this weekend, blows a photo of the office building in D.C.'s Chinatown. Let's take a look at this. This is uh, D.C.'s Chinatown district, where longtime Biden aide and gatekeeper Kathy Chung. In 2017, leased space to stash 13 boxes containing highly classified White House documents. Hmm. Oh, so yeah. People, yeah, look at this. Kathy so, Chung. Yeah, not Connie that, Chung. Kathy Chung. I don't know who Connie Chung is, but... You don't remember Connie Chung? You're too young. <laughs> but that was Biden's aide. That's right. The custodian of Joe Biden's vice presidential records, a key witness in his classified documents probe, was caught up in another document scandal while working at the Commerce Department during the Clinton administration. Court documents reveal longtime Biden aide and gatekeeper Kathy Chung, who has been interviewed by federal prosecutors and congressional inv uh, invest investigators in the Biden case, was part of the team sanctioned for withholding and even destroying key documents in the federal case that sought sensitive records from the central figure in the so-called Chinagate fundraising investigation of the late 1990s. The special prosecutor is now investigating whether Biden unlawfully handled top secret materials in the early 2017 when he tasked Chung with removing boxes containing classified documents from the White House and storing them at various private offices in D.C., including Chinatown neighborhoods. Some of the highly sensitive papers also ended up at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. Noting that Chung came into Biden's orbit through working with the president's son, Hunter, during the 1990s, congressional investigators want to know if the Biden family dealings in China have anything to do with the stockpiling of classified documents. They note that the mishandling of White House papers took place during a 14-month period between 2017 and 2018 when the Chinese were wiring almost $6 million in payments to Hunter and his uncle Jimmy Biden without providing any known legitimate services. They have expressed concern that the payments, which were flagged by the U.S. Treasury Department, were part of a Chinese intelligence gathering operation. Chung is central to the Justice Department's investigation of the Biden breach of classified documents. Now, Joe, uh, Vince. <laughs> yeah? Let me ask you this. Just when the president <laughs> leaves the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He has yeah. the right under the Presidential Records Act to declassify basically anything he wants and take with him 
basically whatever he wants that would happen to be a presidential record, right? Uh, that's, that's my understanding. Okay. What about the vice president? Does not apply. Does not apply. So the vice president does not have that privilege or authority. So when Joe Biden left the White House as vice president, he took scores, boxes of classified documents. And he's been throwing them all over his garage at uh, Biden Penn Center um, in Chinatown with with Connie Chung. She used to be a news broadcaster for ABC. Oh, OK. But uh, so Joe Biden is. Yeah. And here's the thing is, you notice how they're not making a big deal about Joe. B well, Joe Biden gave the documents that back. He was not supposed to have them in the first place. Him having those classified documents is a direct violation of federal law on the Espionage Act. The fact that he had them and they were scoured all throughout Washington, D.C. and probably stored at his house is worse than the case against Donald Trump. But he was honest about his crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Backwards land, dude. Backwards land. So funny. People are posting anti-Trump memes too, like, ha ha, indicted, got him. Oh, I can't wait for the tides to it's turn again. Oh. This is good. You know, in, in November, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I know it's going to happen in November when Donald Trump is announced the next president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. I'm going to just be like, fuck, I told you so. Uh, that's if we get to the election. We know that these people will scorch the earth before we ever get there. But I wanted to touch on this real quick. Gavin Newsom, um, he came out and said, uh, "We, what we need is for you to own up to the fact that you represent a district with the highest murder rate in our state and you're doing nothing to address it. So he's mm -hmm. talking to Gavin Newsom in, per, uh, in reference to Gavin Newsom's tweet about the 28th Amendment, which Gavin Newsom has deleted since then. Okay. Oh, wow. Gavin Newsom made a tweet about the 28th. We need a 28th Amendment. Maybe it's still up. Yeah. I'm proposing a 28th Amendment to the United States Constitution to help our end our nation's gun violence crisis. The American people are sick of Congress's inaction. The 28th will enshrine four widely supported gun safety freedoms while leaving the Second Amendment intact, raising mm -hmm. the minimum age, universal background threats, a reasonable waiting period for gun purchases, banning civilian purchases of assault weapons. So then you go over here. Kevin McCarthy says... Governor Newsom, the Second Amendment already exists. We don't need the 28th. But what we do need is for the presidential aspirants to stop pushing their extreme positions nationally. Gavin Newsom responds, what we need is for you to own up to the fact that you represent a district with the highest murder rate in our state, that being California, and you're doing nothing to address it. Then this guy comes in and says, actually, Gavin, that would be Emeryville, California, with the highest murder rate. That is represented by Congresswoman Barbara Lee, a Democrat. Also suggesting that Kevin McCarthy is somehow responsible for the murder rate of a city that you are the governor, uh, a city, a city in the state of, that you are governor of is kind of kind of like the pot calling the kettle black. Absolutely. What an idiot. Calm That's what he is. He's an idiot. They're running out of ammunition. They can't even keep up anymore. They've lost the information warfare. This battlefield is not for them. They need to just go hide, yep. give up, turn themselves in, blow the whistle, do whatever you got to do. But it's over. I'm sorry. Got you. Man, where are we headed? Where are we headed, guys? What, what do you guys think? Where, where are we headed? Trying to stay positive, man. Hopefully not to starvation or nuclear war. Well, it, it, we have a, a tough time ahead of us. I'm not going to lie about that. Okay? It's going to be a rough patch. But the things that you're going to learn in the next 18 months are going to shock you to your core, are going to absolutely blow your mind, and are going to bring about 
the the future of humanity. Like we are on that verge right now, that cusp. Like you, you heard uh, Karim talking there about the former head of the Club of Rome, the Hungarian politician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did he say at the end there? He said he he didn't say these families. He wanted to say these families, these oligarchs, right? Eight million children go missing a year. These oligarchs are run run the pedophilia networks. Now, now think about the social and cultural push that we have for the integration of LGBTQIA+ that's going on in our society right now. The yeah. the grooming and indoctrination of the children in grade school. And here's the thing is people have had enough of it. People don't want this oh, anymore. Yeah. People are done with this garbage, with this absolute bullshit. Yeah, you like, know what's awesome? What's that? My community, it's Pride Month. Everyone's been well aware for two weeks. I'm sure you can't just you can't stop seeing rainbow flags on the internet and everywhere. And especially if you're like being a Democrat state, Washington State. Yeah. Our convention center held a Pride event. And I drove by and I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And I see all these pride flags stuck in around it. Sorry. I'm getting feedback. Okay. I got it. It was me. So so I'm driving by and I'm looking. The parking lot was only about half full and it's a small parking lot. Usually when there's events there, it's jam-packed. You got to go park up the street and walk. So it's like even in this Dem state, it's not a popular event. I'm just like, wow, I kind of want to go check that out, but I also don't. So I didn't, but um, I just, it was kind of cool. I was like, wow, not a lot of people are going there. Well, you saw that the white house had I, put the LGBTQ flag above the United States flag. And I actually, I saw a clip. They had, they had topless trans people in the white house lawn and all this stuff and shaking hands with Joe Biden. It was just really disturbing if you see the videos online saw it right before we went live terrible dude madness well i can play a little clip of this we'll play a little clip of it joe pesci what the fuck is this piece of shit That's the truth, right? That's funny. All right. So as this all begins unraveling, you heard Karin talking about from the Club of Rome, talking about what we're seeing. We talked about this last week, the poly crisis, the firestorm event, the jackpot, however you want to align this. Yeah. So there's multiple parts of this. First is economic, right? That they are basically holding the economy at standstill. And they're doing this because they need it as a tool if everything is going to move forward, okay? As a tool to basically propagate their war machine. So, few things. They just attacked crypto. Coinbase and Binance have been subpoenaed by the SEC. There was a mass sell-off of cryptocurrency this last weekend. And that came about because they're trying to stop cryptocurrency. Now, think about this. Why would they want to stop all of these? Then they named 41 altcoins, various different coins, as securities when they're when they're really not. And why'd they do that? Because the Fed now system's rolling out, people. That's they don't wrong. want parallel systems in play. You can they ask anybody in my yeah, you can ask anybody in my crypto mastermind. Okay. Yeah. I said before the Fed now system comes out, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna attack cryptocurrency. Why? Because they don't want you to have alternative solutions. <clears throat> okay. 
So the yeah. NASDAQ is to acquire uh, um, the NASDAQ's out there buying uh, software, financial software maker Adenza for $10.5 billion. Uh, NASDAQ, as well as the New York Stock Exchange, are moving to what's known as tokenization. And this is implementing various types of blockchain technology into um, the standard markets. Yes. And so, yeah, it, it, which I actually am okay with. I'm, I'm okay with that because that gives you actual. What's that? With Adenza? I, you know, I haven't, uh, I don't know too much about Adenza. So, I, I dug in a little bit. Yeah. I think the main part of that acquire uh, acquisition by the NASDAQ is the AI aspect of the company. Mm. And there's some crooked people in there as well. If you start looking at names and. Oh, I don't doubt it. Oh yeah. But the tokenization, the tokenization aspect, I actually agree with this because instead of fidelity or someone else holding onto your stocks or um, your options or whatever that is, you will actually hold on to them yourself, which basically brings custodianship back to the stock market, which we haven't had in a hundred years, 90 years. Digitally. Digital custodianship, yeah. But with digital custodianship, you could also have um, paper trail custodianship, which most people don't even have today. So I kind of I'm okay with that. Hmm. Uh, this right. week, good morning. This is uh, one of the most important weeks of the summer, and this week we have CPI inflation numbers coming out Tuesday, PPI inflation numbers coming out Wednesday. The Fed meeting is Wednesday. Uh, retail sales data Thursday, initial jobless claims are Thursday. What do you think that this information is going to say? Everything's peachy. Fine. Maybe revise later. It'll be changed. Yes. <laughs> so uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index, is set for a historic drop over the next few months. This is from uh, Zero Hedge. Uh, tomorrow's CPI print is uh, the event of the week in terms of potential volume as it could impact final pricing of the FOMC and impact terminal pricing as well. Um, and while the actual inflation number may come in fractionally below or above expectations, what markets are focused uh, focusing instead on um, and the reason for today's frenzied market meltdown or melt up, which sent risk assets to a fresh 52-week high, is what traders expect will happen not just tomorrow, but over the next two months. That's because according to the calculation by Credit Suisse chief strategist Jonathan Golub, the, while tomorrow's CPI print may come in just above the median consensus forecast at 4.2%, it is next month's number that will be the shocker. And so the June number, which will be released on July 12th, will print at 3.2%. Should this play out as expected, Agulua writes that this would represent one of the greatest drops experienced in a two-month period over the past 70 years. Historically, similar declines have only occurred during periods of economic upheaval, such as the onset of COVID, the Great Recession, and the 1975 during the Great Inflation. So what this is telling you is that, number one, we know that they're manipulating their numbers. They're they're inflating these numbers. They typically wait till Fridays and Saturdays to do their corrections. Uh, consumer price indexes, how much people are going out there and actually buying re- in the retail markets? How much people are spending out in the retail markets? Well, we know that if Target and Bud Light and a few other companies are anything to uh, gawk about, that, that those numbers are going to be massively less this time around. So going to be very, very interesting economically. I think that we're going to have a few more months of increasing uh, interest rates, which yeah. is not good. It's going to only exasperate the situation economically and push us yes. further and further into a uh, recession. Go ahead, Vince. Not only are we going to see a decline in these stores that have been boycotted, but we're also going to see the transfer of wealth as well from 
those companies to others. So there's going to be a little bit of a dynamic change in the markets themselves and other companies rising, other companies falling, money just not going in. It's just mm-hmm. going to be a big, big mess of things moving around. Absolutely. Well said, Vince. Um, Americans do not want a central bank digital currency. The result of the poll conducted in February 27th through March 8th in collaboration with YouGov is promising Americans concerned about the threat of CBDC, which the Federal Reserve and the big financial companies have been testing in preparation for its potential introduction, poses uh, a freedom and privacy poses a risk to freedom and privacy in America. The poll results further indicate that Americans can be educated about the abuse of government powers on CBDC can advance. Many Americans currently undecided regarding the introduction of CBDC will see a good reason to oppose it. Overwhelming majority would oppose the adoption of CBDC if it meant that the government could take control of what people spend their money on. 74% agreed with that. That the government could monitor their spending. 68% agreed with that. That a CBDC would abolish all U.S. cash. 68% agreed. That a CBDC would attract cyber attacks, 65% agreed. That the government could charge a tax on those who don't spend money during recession, 64% agreed. Or that the government could freeze the digital bank accounts of political protesters, 59% agreed. Americans were marginally opposed, 52% if a CBDC would cause some people to stop using private banks, resulting in some banks going out of business. So the overwhelming majority basically said, we don't want a CBDC, keep that crap away from us. Well over 68% majority right there. That's crazy. Uh, French finance minister Le Marie announced on Friday that food companies would be cutting prices in July. Le Marie has previously threatened profit tax and suggested that a failure to cut prices would result in the name and shame policy. So there's socialism at work. Hey, we're going to prosecute you if you don't. We're going to prosecute you with higher taxes. If you uh, don't reduce your prices. Wow. Can you believe that? That is wild. Yep. So uh, Elon Musk has uh, taken off on ESG. It is the devil. Billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk gave his thoughts on the environmental, social, and government, corporate governance phenomena sweeping through the boardrooms worldwide. He slammed it, calling it the devil. The comment stems from a series of tweets on Call of Duty's duty's recent decision to remove its partnership bundle with a popular professional gamer over his tweet about a violent lgbt related protest in california the popular right-wing twitter account and wokeness tweeted call of duty removes popular content created creator for tweeting leave little children alone conservative commentator james Lindsay replied to the tweet with a screenshot of the section of the activism's website where it discusses their esg policies Elon Musk came in and replied, ESG is the devil. And ESG is the implementation of basically all social control structures and cultural control structures that are being pushed out. It is basically Big Brother 3.0 in digital form, first started through think tanks and then implemented into the United Nations and those types of organizations, trickled down into finance, large financial institutions, central banks, and now trickled down in the lar- uh, smaller financial institutions and corporations. Oy, forget that. Uh, JP Morgan has settled with uh, Epstein's victim. Of course, I think the $290 million settlement with Epstein victims as top executive still faces flack. This is a reported Jane Doe. 
And see, they shouldn't be able to get off this easy. These people should just go to jail for all of this. Seriously, I don't know how that's how that's legal. Yep. Ugh. End of the great uncertainty. United Banks of Switzerland completes takeover of Credit Suisse, creating Swiss banking giant. And so what is that? That's banking consolidation. That's what we're going to see over the next 18 months. We're going to see more smaller banks collapse and consolidation of those banking assets within the bigger banks. And then that's when they do specifically the wealth transfer from the poor middle class into the upper wealthy oligarchical controls. Oh, something's going on with Walmart. Oh, yeah. The yep. Walmart family dumped over $400 million in shares last week. That's a lot. All different members. Uh, Robson, Alice, Jim were the three that took part in this, and they all dropped over $400 million in shares last week. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. so funny to watch the stock still go up, too. People are buying it up. But guess what? They're all going to start selling, too, and try to take profits. So, you know, what goes up must come down. Let's just watch. But they're backing out. We'll see what yeah. happens over time. People are watching these trades. It's all public. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of an interesting article here. Venezuela's secret weapon, a dark fleet of oil tankers. According to the Reuters investigation, Venezuela's secret weapon might be a dark fleet of oil tankers. The country's national oil company, PDDSA, had reportedly leased 41 tankers in 2022. A dark fleet is a term used to describe an assortment of tanker vessels which conceal their locations so as to enable the transportation of illicit cargoes and crude oil and derivative products. This is done using a variety of deceptive techniques to prevent the tanker from being identified or tracked. These include hiding them off, uh, turning off the vessel's ID system, spoofing its location, and using multiple flags to convince over a shorter period. While it has been a long-running practice that emerged to cloak the transportation and the sale of U.S. sanctioned oil from Venezuela and Iraq, it exploded after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. To penalize Moscow for the attack on Ukraine, the U.S. and its allies sanctioned Russia's economically crucial petroleum exports. This caused the volume of vessels evading identification to surge. A substantially large dark fleet is extremely beneficial to Maduro's Venezuela, which only two years ago was a mere failed state on the verge of collapse and has since the economy has grown. The dark fleet first emerged as U.S. sanctions against Iran and Venezuela were ratcheted up to prevent those pariah states from exporting their crude oil to key markets without incurring hefty penalties. The volume of tankers clandestinely shipping petroleum to Iran and Venezuela has surged over the last three years, according to Reuters investigation. There was a fleet of 300 vessels clandestinely shipping Iranian crude oil by March 23 compared to 70 in November 2020. These news agencies also stated earlier the, this year that Venezuela's national oil company, PDDSA, had leased 41 tankers to 2022 to ship Venezuelan crude oil, paying roughly double the market rate in, in an early Reuters article. Now, the question is, is firstly, Venezuela doesn't need oil. Russia doesn't need oil, and Iran doesn't need oil. But they need to trade and exchange that oil on the open markets because that's how you flow currency. Man, I got a bad delay. Yeah. I can see it. This is not good, man. And I think it's beyond oil. I think it creates a lot of problems with anything that can be traded. Yep. It creates like a black market, essentially. It, it, it does. And you know what? Let them. Because the only reason they're doing it is because of U.S. sanctions. I know. The only, re way the US, only reason the U.S. sanctions are coming in there is because the U.S., because these people don't agree with the U.S. 
And yeah. that's illegal. I mean, that should be illegal, man. That's an act of war on these countries. How dare the United States of America oh, try no. to put their authority down because they don't agree with what these countries are doing? It's crazy. Can we revisit uh, Pandora's box for a moment? Sure. Let me pull up something real quick. Do it. All right. 49.35. Let's go into here. We know that there was a direct reference to this. Key domestic contacts for phase one target projects. Harris, California, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, New York, Amy Klobobark, my senator, uh, Diane Feinstein, Christine Gildebrandt, Andrew Cuomo, Bill, uh, de Blasio, former Virginia uh, Governor Terry McLaughlin, among others, Pandora's political elite box. Look at that. Pandora's political elite box. And this has to do with Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Let's look at this. And the yeah. article here is Harris prominent Democrats listed as key contacts for Biden family business venture projects. Oh, hello. Pandora's box. A list of key dem- domestic contacts for a joint venture involving Jim and Hunter Biden is now bankrupting, uh, is now bankrupt uh, and now bankrupt CEFC China Energy Company, included former Vice President Joe Biden's current running mate, Senator Kamala Harris, among other prominent Democrats. The email exclusively obtained by Fox News with the subject line Phase 1 Domestic Contacts and Projects and dated May 15, 2017, Biden's brother Jim Biden shared a list of key domestic contacts for Phase 1 target projects. Email uh, unrelated to the laptop or the hard drive reportedly belonging to Hunter Biden. The list included Schumer, Klubabark, uh, Feinstein, Gilderbrandt, Cuomo, de Blasio, McAuliffe. It's unclear if any of the Democrats were ever contacted about the target projects. Whoa. And so this, by the way, this article right here is from 2020, guys. Yeah. (laughs) So you want to talk about relevance? Donald Trump just said they've opened Pandora's box. And he's going to start attacking them. What's he going to attack them with? Well, we have the same investigation going on right now with Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Jim Biden. That's huge. That's a great find, dude. 4888. Did you see that one? Check this one out. Here we go again. 17 October 2020. Subpoena of all Hunter Biden's financial records. Yeah, that's just happened. Death blow Pandora's political elite box. And so when we go over here to the article that pulls up from this. Hunter Biden uh, also had business dealings in Kazakhstan, according to the report. Uh, between 2012-14, him and his father Joe Biden served as vice president. Hunter Biden worked a go-between with Renes Rashkishev of Kazakhstan oligarch with close ties to the country's longtime kleptocratic leader, Nursulatan Nazavaryev. The British tabloid said they obtained emails from the anti-corruption campaigners in Kazakhstan showing Hunter making contact with the chef and attempting to facilitate investment for his cash in New York, Washington, D.C., in a Nevada mining company. <laughs> Dude, it's over. Here we go. Actually, maybe it's just beginning. There's... It's definitely just beginning. But these are the... So there's two Pandora boxes right there. Both relating to Hunter. Both relating to Hunter. Whee! Oh, we're gonna have to make a blog of that somehow. Absolutely, because I haven't seen anybody talk about that. Me either. Yep. No, you 
blew me away with that. Well, no, you blew me away with it. You're the one that put oh, it in you, there. You started it. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, Biden suddenly cancels his entire schedule due to uh, a dental emergency. The White House insists 25th yeah. Amendment won't be necessary. Is He's having a root canal at the, the White House. Come on. What did he do? Like, eat a cherry without taking the pit out? Crack a tooth? This is suspicious to me. I don't, I don't know. We'll see what they, happens. You got to swap the clones out. Re- replace <laughs> right. the mask. It's getting old. They got to put a new chip in. Yeah. The AI's defaulting. Okay, hold on. You go back and listen to that guy lying about his 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 uh, education record and lying about his accomplishments and like he's always been a problem. Yeah, politician, poli- that whole yeah. it's a fucking. And, but, and also the all the fucking stuff with his son and the, the the ties to Ukraine and China and the money, the family they got they got paid millions of dollars. And everyone's trying to obscure it because well, it's better than Trump, better than Trump. If that guy was a pro- Republican, they would be up his ass oh. with a microscope. I know it is unbelievable, but he represents the. The, what they thought was a, like a sane alternative to what President Trump was. Yeah, they thought this is insane. Donald Trump is the president. Fuck that. Anything's better than him. And so they went with this corrupt career politician. Yeah, I mean it's wild stuff, man. They even got the FBI involved in telling Twitter to censor oh, the information about the laptop. It's crazy. But how do we get out of that space? How do we? Because we're starting to turn into one of those kind of like uh, Central American countries where the government is so compromised. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It used to be a long time ago. Like if the secrets of our country got out, like during Watergate or whatever, right? Yeah. People were like. Fuck no. But now, if the secrets get out, people are like, fuck yes, tell us what's going. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting mm-hmm. how that's kind of changed. Like, yeah. before, it would be like if any like top secret documents or whatever were released, it would seem like um, uh, wrong. Well, But now, if they're released, we're, we want to know what it is. It's like, does that make any sense? Well, when was top secret documents released that, that are showing that someone is behaving in an illegal way where it's bad? I mean, Watergate. That was what Watergate was all about. So Joe Rogan goes off on Joe Biden um, talking about the Biden crime family, which rightfully so. You know, Joe Biden isn't a conservative. You know, he likes Bernie Sanders. Yeah. All right. So what else we got here? So Joe, you know, when Joe Rogan starts talking about this stuff, you better start paying attention. Because the, the, this means that tons of people are paying attention. Millions. So uh, Mark Allen, uh, Mike Allen, uh, an author on Oxios, Fox News has sent a cease and desist letter to Tucker Carlson as he ramps up the competing series on Twitter that drew a combined 169 million views in its first two episodes. The contract battle between Fox and its former top host, who was taken off the air in April after the network's historic Dominion settlement, has mighty repercussions for the conservative media ecosystem. With Tucker on Twitter, Carlson and his growing production team are working to elevate Elon Musk's social media site and news platform. The cease and desist letter has not um, has not for publication in bold at the top of it. What's happening, Fox is continuing to pay Carlson and maintains that his contract keeps his content exclusive to Fox through December 31st, 2024. Carlson is making a First Amendment argu- argument for posting on Twitter and asserts that Fox has committed material breaches of his contract. Carlson's first two Twitter episodes were straight to camera monologues. He explains that to keep iterating with longer, more varied episodes and additions to guests, we hear some big names are lined up. Justin Wells, Carlson's executive producer, tweeted yesterday, next episode of Tucker on Twitter coming Tuesday, Tucker's response to the indictment of President Donald Trump. 
Uh, Harmeet Dehilan, a lawyer who represents Carlson, along with Brian Friedman, said in a statement that Axios, Fox News continues to ignore the interest of the viewers, not to mention its shareholders and obligations. Doubling down on the most catastrophic programming decision in the history of the cable news industry, Fox is now demanding that Tucker Carlson be silent until after the 2024 election. Tucker will not be silenced by anyone anymore. He is singular, uh, singularly, singularly the most important voice on matters of public interest in our country will remain. So Fox didn't comment. And this is kind of interesting because Tucker has not monetized any of these views. Right. So he, he said, this is just freedom of speech, dude. I'm just posting some posts on, on Twitter, which if I'm correct, um, I, can I voluntarily get voluntarily waiver my rights like to free speech, for example, in a contract? Um, yes. Well, it depends on who that contracts with, but, um, yes, you could, you can be pushed Mm. under a a non-disclosure agreement, these types of things. Um, but basically what they're saying is the Tucker Carlson show, you know, so the contract, you got to look at what the contract reads. And basically if it's saying that Tucker Carlson, a human being cannot go out there and put news content out on other shows on television or social media, then they got them. But I guarantee you that's not what the contract says. It probably says that the Tucker Carlson show content. And this is Tucker Carlson on Twitter. It's a completely yeah, different thing. Different, different show. Nope. Uh, the U.S. to propose a major U.N. Security Council reform. Of course they are. They're, they're mad what's going on in Ukraine. They're getting annihilated. Russia wow. this weekend. The mainstream media showed Russia, oh, they blew up some, yeah. some tractors in a farmer's field. No, these were Abram tanks and German tanks that they absolutely annihilated. Yes. They would love to reform it in that fashion. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if they do go into reform it, one person, that's like the last paragraph in there, said basically it could be reformed outside of the West favor. Right, right. So it's, uh, it's a, a crapshoot. Yeah. So- the U.S. proposal is evolving, but it's expected to include six more permanent members who would not have veto power. Officials who spoke up to the Post mentioned Germany, Japan, and India as possible candidates. The reason that they're doing this is because they're losing power because of the BRICS nations. And they want to limit veto power. That's what the West wants. They want to limit veto power, bring more people in, keep this control. Russia and the BRICS nations want to open it up to the BRICS nations and get more people on board with what the hell we're going to do with the world. It's crazy. Yep. And, and you know, what's interesting. There's a, a, a retweet by Donald Trump earlier today. Oh, I think it was earlier today. I'm waiting yeah. for true. My internet is just sketchy today. I'm looking for it, but it's, it's kind of a long video. We're not going to watch all of it, but the retweet was actually pertaining to uh, it was like a rubble video about mm-hmm. the destruction of the old guard. Ooh. Quite interesting that Donald Trump retweeted and nothing's loading for me over here. Anyways, well, well, well if it comes up, I'll, I'll put it out there. Um, NATO has begins unprecedented air drill in a show of strength over 225 um, airplanes involved in this tons of different military assets involved in this right next to Russia uh, it's just a show of force, and Russia could give two craps. Uh, space Force is set to launch a network of spy satellites, satellites to counter the growing Chinese and Russian space capabilities. 
Uh, who knows if these space satellites are going to be equipped with the same type of technology that China and Russia are using specifically. And this is basically drone-based satellites. So uh, mm-hmm. satellites that can move in low Earth orbit and latch on other satellites and destroy them. Damn. The United States has began preparing evacuation plans for American citizens in Taiwan. This also comes over reports that the United States is basically bringing into commission a ton of old war assets and moving them to Europe and the Philippines, respectively. Yeah. Um, So the U.S. is preparing for war, people. Yep. And uh, U.S. uh, tanks that uh, we gave to Ukraine got absolutely annihilated by Russia. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Um, North Korea, is, uh, uh, Kim Jong-un offers full support to Putin on Russia Day. So North Korea has joined the <laughs> tides of Russia. Oh, my gosh. Uh, UN Chief Gattata says concerned Russia will quit Black Sea grain deal next month. That's going to be devastating to that area. Um, the U.S. denies claims that China struck a deal with Cuba to build spy base, although the U.S. is denying it. China has had the base there since 2019. Yeah. I think there's another video that came out on that update. Um, oh, was there? Okay. If you find it, let me know. Um, Lula, the uh, the new president of Brazil, calls for a mobilization to defend Julian Assange. Yes. He's uh, called for the release of the uh, legal detainment of Julian Assange. And well, all these third world countries that were once third world countries start rebuilding. This is the United States of America. This is California in the United States of America. Just listen. Adds the very important factor that affirming a child's gender identity is in their best interest, which is what your question is about. Why does it get? Why does it actually say that in a, an affirmative way? And it really is because if you have a seven-year-old who's who's talking about having a potential to say, I being able to articulate that they believe that they are not the same gender um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed. And through care, it should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child the care that they need to make that, so they can begin to articulate that determination. But by saying and rejecting it in wholesale, then you're essentially rejecting your child. And that is not in the best interest of a child. We should be affirming our children in every possible way and getting them whatever appropriate care they need, whether it's based on their gender, whether it's based on how their um, studies are in school, it doesn't matter. Our children should be affirmed. And this is saying that you have to include gender affirmation as a part of that. So this. Un-freaking believable. Nuts. <clears throat> you know. The next time a seven-year-old goes into the 7-Eleven and says, I want a pack of Marlboro Reds, are you going to sell them to him? Hell no. I want a pack of Marlboro Red cigarettes, Mom. Well, no, honey, you're too young to smoke cigarettes, but I can make my own decisions, Mom. Well, cigarettes are bad for you, Mom. Sonny, what's going to happen in 30 years when you regret that decision? I want cigarettes now! You know, maybe maybe that's what we should go into California and say, hey, look, you know, we need to sell alcohol and cigarettes to the seven-year-olds. That's what we need to do. 
It probably allow it. That's the fucked up thing. We we need to start selling cigarettes and alcohol to seven year olds. If they're if they, hey look if these kids are are able to intelligently say that they want to be um, you know a different sex and have this yeah. this change and castrate themselves chemically, then they should be able to smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol. Yeah, and they should be able to enlist in the armed forces. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yep. Uh, high school student threatened with attention for booing LGBT video. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up anymore. Yeah. Um, and and I can't believe that the parents aren't outraging over this. Seriously. That the parents aren't taking to these schools and being like, "What is wrong with you?" I would. Yeah, man. Well, the good thing is, is a new poll. Um. A new Gallup poll and uh, has came out. 62% of Americans believe that the transgender athletes should only be allowed to comp compete on sport teams that confirm with their birth gender. In 2023, the majority has risen to 69% with only 26% of Americans supporting transgender athletes being able to play on teams that match their current gender identity, down from 34% in 2021. Uh, the shift, the Gallup noted, has occurred at the same time that more U.S. adults say they know a transgender person, a per percentage of that has risen 31% in 2021, wow. now the 39%. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the bridge in uh, Pennsylvania there, I-95, collapsed. You had a fuel tanker that caught on fire, yeah. uh, weakened the structural mounts under the bridge, and the bridge collapsed under I-95. That's massive. Glad I'm not on the road. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a long road uh ahead for recovery yeah. uh no pun intended uh the united kingdom's national health service announced today its plans to ban puberty blocker blocker use on children and to regulate gender transition treatment oh well that, that's good about time someone has some freaking rationalism here um and, and that's kind of what we got for you today i mean maybe i'm going to talk about a few other things that i have up here uh, Russia blows up 50% of U.S. Bradley fighting vehicles Joe Biden sent to Ukraine in the first days of the offensive. <laughs> Just unbelievable there. Um, this is uh, this was kind of an interesting article because it's something that we've talked about on the Fringe shows before. The real What's matrix. That? Physicists say our universe is likely a neural network. Well, that's trippy concept of our universe being a complex neural network might seem like a plot straight out of science fiction movies, but recent research suggests that this idea may not be as far-fetched as it seems. And so they go on utilizing AI to bring about a theoretical framework of exactly this. And I'm having some internet issues, as everybody can tell. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and just... Uh, Tell you guys, if you want to follow this show, please subscribe to where you're at. If you're subscribed to where you're at, please make sure you go to redpills.tv. Subscribe over there. Redpills.tv. Subscribe over there. Join us on our private social network, uh, socialredpill.com. The links are going out by the mods and all the chats, socialredpill.com. Um, if you want to support us in any way, shape, or form, um, go to redpills.tv at the top. You will see ways to support us. It'll say uh, support us right there. There's Cash App. There's uh, our Give, Send, Go campaign as well as cryptocurrency. Or just use any of our affiliates. If you guys want to get into gold and silver, uh, some of your portfolio, start an IRA, transfer an IRA over, 
You can go to Dr. Kirk Elliott's getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com. Send them an email, give them a call, send them a text, leave a voicemail. Um, if they don't get back to you in two days, contact me and let me know. Join socialredpill.com. You can DM me as much as you want. I will definitely answer. And if they don't contact you within two days, let me know. I'll have them give you a call within 10 to 15 minutes, as long as it's within business hours. Uh, but guys, that's all the show we have for you tonight. I'm going to go through all the people that uh, helped keep this show possible. The people that are out there in the battle of the streams uh, and donating to us, keeping us alive and well. Thank you so much there. Hillbilly Jack Hill is celebrating a five-month subscription streak. Thank you much, so much, Hillbilly. Roxy SDG69 celebrating a three-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Roxy. Me, Brenda, 13-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Grandma 5 Revolt, a nine-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Grandma 5. Dean the Bean, 911, donated one diamond, Grandma 5 Revolt, three lemons, Shannon 1313, five lemons. Thank you so much, Dean the Bean, Grandma 5, and Shannon. RPG 3573, three ice creams, Bayonet, one ice cream, Bayonet, two lemons. Thank you so much, Bayonet and RPG. Love the Beach, two ice creams, Pammy Pam Pam, celebrating a 14-month subscription streak. Me, Brenda, donated one Ninja Ninja Gini. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Love from Australia. Thank you so much, Love the Beach and Pammy Pam Pam. Me, Brenda, uh, gifted five one-month subscriptions to users in the channel. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Awesome. Grismo7 donated three lemons. Cowgale, one ice cream. Cowgale, another lemon. Thank you so much, Grismo and Cowgale. Um, and then we have Yay, one ice cream, three lemons. Georgia Vixen, two ice cream. Thank you so much, Yay and Georgia Vixen. And we have uh, Cat24, one lemon. Thank you so much for all the donations, guys, that came in. Much appreciated. Uh, you guys are awesome. We're going to be we got a lot to cover. I didn't cover any of the UFO stuff tonight. Tomorrow on, or sorry, Wednesday on Earth Chronicles, we're going to have Brad Olson. Him and I are going to discuss a lot of this on Earth Chronicles with David Whitehead. Um, David Whitehead has a new video out with Stephen Bassett uh, talking about it. Great. You should check it out. Uh, tomorrow um, tomorrow night uh, when Carrie Cassidy posted, I will be on with Carrie Cassidy discussing the UFO disclosure that's coming right now. Uh, so she's going to be interviewing me on her channel. That's uh, the, the Project Camelot TV. Uh, check that out. And a uh, lot more to come with that stuff. Uh, we we are in the midst of this, which is kind of crazy. I never thought I'd be a middleman in the sense of this stuff, but I am. And uh, there could be some really big stuff coming out with this stuff. Right now, I can't say too much on it. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. Uh, don't forget social red pill zoom every night after this show. You got to be a member subscribing member of the four ninety nine subscription or up on socialredpill.com. If you're looking for that zoom link and you're a subscribing member on any of the channels, let me know and we'll get that. Over. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a great night. See you guys next time. Take care. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.